0: And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal, rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line, and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk performance is not guaranteed. Resourceful small business owners know how to get value from the purchases they already make for their businesses each month. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with benefits and features like four times membership rewards points that automatically adapt to your top two eligible spending categories every month on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. So you earn more where your business spends the most. Plus up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible business purchases at select shipping, food delivery, and retail subscription merchants. And with flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business and access to 24-7 support from a business card specialist, you can continue to run your business with confidence. The Amex Business Gold Card. Now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Enrollment required, terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, December 11th, and we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions, help you do some year-end planning, help you maybe even do a big great money reset. I, I've been talking to a few people who've been resetting. Uh, a friend of the show, I had dinner with him uh, last week, and, you know, I thought he was going to do this. bit he, like, basically, he blows out of his old corporate job. Very, very successful dude. And I think he's going to just, you know, go find himself. Lo and behold, he's going back to, like, another high-paying job at a big company. And I'm sort of disappointed. He's like, I don't know. It, like, seemed like a lot of work to reset <laughs> And so his reset is basically, it's a regression to back to a, a previous job. But okay, he at least went through the process and thought about it. It's just that he decided he didn't want to do it. Sometimes we have this fantasy, oh, I'm going to go into business for myself. Oh, my wife and I, my husband and I, we're going to do this. For, you know, And then you really start getting to the nitty gritty and it's maybe harder than you would like. So if you're contemplating big changes, give us a holler, go to JillOnMoney.com, click the contact us button. Let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. Today, we are joined by Jeanette, who's on the line from Idaho. Hello, Jeanette. What is going on? How can we help you?
1: Hello, Jill. I'm doing great in Idaho. I lost my mother in uh, January, Hmm. and uh, I have an amazing sister who worked through the entire process for us very quickly, Mm -hmm. but my mother left an estate that was mostly stocks, and with a financial planning firm, mm-hmm. and so she had. We had fifty-seven stocks that we just split evenly amongst the siblings.
0: Oh my god! Okay.
1: <laughs> so basically, she had she had her own mutual fund, is what we like to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Warren Buffett. I stayed with the, the financial planners, and then the day that I signed over all all of my information, they sold all of the stocks and put me into fifteen different ETFs. 15? Um, Yes. Wow. Okay. So so I don't really understand ETFs, but I do understand stocks and I was trying to get information and it just wasn't working out. So I finally, I left them.
0: You broke up with your your brand new financial planner. It was a shotgun wedding. It is now gone to divorce. It's like you went to Vegas, you broke up, you got married and divorced in like within a year.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Where's the money now? It's still it's still in the account. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's with a Schwab, so it's all it's mm-hmm. all in there together. Mm-hmm. But I don't know whether or not I should stick with these fifteen. It seems like a lot of ETFs.
0: Yeah. A couple of things. I just want to like let, let me go back in time for one second. Mom passes away, and she passes away in January twenty three. So what happens at that time, these stocks were just held in an individual account or was it a trust account? It was a trust account. Okay. Because they were in a trust, does that mean you got it? Did you get a step up in cost basis on those stocks?
1: No, because um, it was an AB trust. Okay, the I got it.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So when those stocks were sold, was there a tax event?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: What is your capital gain for this year on that?
1: Um, it will probably be about, it's, it's not terrible. It's probably about 20,000.
0: All right, that's not you, good. Because I just got scared that like, you know, somehow you had NVIDIA in there and, you know, was sold and, you know what I mean? Like, right. all right, so $20,000. And is it short-term gain or is it long-term gain? Almost
1: all of it was long-term.
0: Okay, good. So now on these ETFs, 15 does seem like a lot. If you like stocks, you probably can really understand what these ETFs are really all about because essentially an exchange-traded fund starts to like look and smell like a stock, meaning that you can buy and sell it intraday. But it is usually, um, and I'm thinking this is probably what the advisor did, is usually an index exchange-traded fund. Some of them are actively managed now, but you know, hopefully this is mostly index. Now, it could be, that we could cherry-pick some of these exchange-traded funds and see if there are any losses associated with them. Are there any losses on any of those 15 funds?
1: I already cherry-picked a couple of them, mm-hmm. and uh, that's the reason why the capital gains is lower, because mm-hmm. I, I did do that Okay,
0: already. So you sold some, and you're still left with 15? Correct. Ay-y-y-y. Okay. How much money total... Is in this account
1: about four hundred thousand.
0: Wow. Okay. And Jeanette, tell us a little bit about you. How
1: old are you? I'm sixty six. Are you working still? I am not. We left our jobs about ten years ago. So.
0: Oh my god. This is we the the husband, the Idaho potato.
1: Yes, my okay. Idaho potato. Yes. And how old is he? He's seventy three.
0: Okay. And what is the source of your income right now? Do you you pull Social Security for him? Um, yeah. What about for you?
1: Um, I'm starting my Social Security next month, but mm-hmm. he has a, a a good pension for here. He has a good mm. pension. We live okay. off of his pension and Social Security easily.
0: Oh, you can? Yes. Wow. So, how much is that Social Security plus pension? Add in your Social Security. What will that be on an annual basis? About.
1: Mm, I know what it is on a monthly basis. About All right, 80, give me the month. About eighty five hundred.
0: Okay. And you say that's plenty for you guys, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Do you have any other investment accounts besides this 400000 from the passing
1: of the mom? From my mom, uh, I have a small, she has a small inherited IRA. Mm-hmm. How much is in there? Uh, about 15.
0: Okay. And what about your own retirement accounts? Do you guys, what do you have?
1: We have about uh, 200 in Roths. Mm-hmm. And uh, about 150 in IR uh, traditional IRAs.
0: Okay, and that's the investments, right? Correct. Okay, and what about money in the
1: bank? Boring. Um, we have about about eight uh, about ten months of emergency money. So about fantastic. Did you when you guys
0: um, moved to Idaho? Did you buy or rent there? Oh no, we we built a house. Oh look at her. Oh no. We have a moose on the wall, a bear <laughs> in the cabinet, okay, uh, how much is the house worth? It's about worth
1: four hundred and fifty.
0: Is there a mortgage on it? There is not, okay. so you guys are living large, and so really, the essence of this question is what do we do with this account and how do we manage it to make it easier for you right Correct. okay, Correct. so here's the general way that I think about exchange traded funds. You need to have. A U.S. stock exchange traded fund, right? You need to have an international exchange traded fund. You maybe even want to have um, a international, maybe a small international bond fund, maybe a U.S. bond fund. Beyond that, I don't know why there's eleven more funds than that. I mean, maybe there's a pre- is there a precious metals or a real estate or any sort of a um, commodity based fund in there?
1: Uh, no, can I? I did a percentage and tell about me 27, about 27% is on a muni bond fund, 28% is in four different SP funds. Four?
0: Yes. Okay, well, let's pick one.
1: Uh, 12% <laughs> is in a global fixed fund, uh, 10% is in emerging markets, 8% is in high yield index, 6% in value index. in a Dow and 2% in a NASDAQ.
0: Okay. So those last three you can sell. Those can be done. And the four in the S&P, are these like, there's one that's S&P large cap, one is S&P 500. Like what are those four funds?
1: There's a SPY is one of them.
0: Yeah. SPY, which is good. That's the S&P 500.
1: And then I have two that are, that I have no idea what they are. Okay, so I'm probably going to get rid of those because I just don't understand them at all. They're like power S and P 500
0: funds. Oh my god. Okay, so these are these strange new exchange traded funds. That are trying to almost be like um, an index annuity. Mark, if you look this up, is fascinating just to see what how they're how they're marketing it. It says it seeks to track the return of the S and P 500 up to a predetermined cap, while buffering investors against the first fifteen percent of losses. Now, what's fascinating to me is that this is like a fund that is completely unnecessary. It has an expense ratio of 0.79%, you know, versus your SPY, which is like one basis point, I think. You don't really need this buffering and protection. Like you might want to put some more money in a bond fund or have some money in, in, you know, treasuries, but like there's absolutely, this is like over complicating a situation that should be fairly simple. Silly, not necessary. So whatever, these, and so whatever those power silly things are, let's get rid of those. Don't hate me. Maybe we should wait to do it till next year. Um, do they have gains just because of the timing of it all?
1: Correct. I I absolutely will wait until the beginning of next year.
0: Okay, good. Is there anything that has any lo- – like is the emerging markets down? Um, a little tiny bit. Good. Take rid of it. Get rid of it. Okay. Get rid of it. And the global fixed? I think that it is – it's like even. And then the muni should be, I probably went down then up. So it should be probably okay.
1: It's pretty much even. Yeah. I actually sold out some of that muni just because I had so much of it.
0: But I don't get something. Dumb question. What's the state income tax in in Idaho?
1: It's 6%.
0: I don't know. Like, do we need a muni ETF? Because like, look, you have, so you're going to have income of $8,500, right? maybe you're just fine getting a intermediate term bond fund or bond ETF and not, I have to look at the tax equivalent yield. You're just not in that high a tax bracket. Like you're in 22%, big deal. I'm actually in 12%. How is that possible? You just told me you're going to have $8,500 a month of income.
1: Right. Part of it is uh, non-taxable.
0: There's no way you should have that then. Okay. So like, let's be clear, get rid of that. That's silly. 12%, 12%, why you would ever be in a muni bond fund is nuts.
1: Don't ask me.
0: <laughs> oh my God. This guy really, or girl, did a real number on you. The money is at Schwab. Are you more comfortable in a, just an index fund environment? You're not actively trading this crap, right? Correct. If you want to, you can just buy a bond fund. If you want to, if you want to stay with ETS because now you've learned about them and you can certainly do that. But I just feel very... I just feel like you're going to be so much happier if you could make this a more manageable process. Like if the $400,000 account had four ETFs or, you know, four different positions, maybe five if you include the money market, right? Then like, great. You don't need this money anyway. Right. You know? And so it's growing and it's, and you know, I don't mind that there's like, um, you know, I don't mind that it's like a 60-40 portfolio. It's just it's like, it's just so cumbersome. I just don't know why they did that to you. Is there anything else that's kind of funky in all of this that's like worrisome to you or what? What do you think?
1: One of the kickers is that they also put me in a the small lending funds, real estate company uh-huh. lending. Yeah, That's about $50,000 and they're very difficult to get out of. Really? Yeah, they only trade a couple of times of a year. What? Why do they do this?
0: Let's not. I'm not going to like belabor this. You're in great shape. You know that, right? Because obviously, your Social Security and your pensions. You we're just cleaning this up. Correct. Um, do you guys have kids? We do. Okay, so don't do this to your kids, right? Um, do you have your estate documents done? We do. Okay. Is there anything else that we can help you with at this point? Are the Roths in the traditional accounts that you have um, at Schwab as well, or you have them somewhere else?
1: Because we sort of rolled them with our, we use them on and off to to build our house. They Mm -hmm. are in just a money market at a credit union. I'm going to be investing them back in next year.
0: Okay. All right. Do you need any, well, since they're already in cash, I mean, the Roth as well is in cash? Yes. Well, get that done. Obviously, if you're still in the 12% tax bracket next year, even with these moves that we're going to make, as long as you're in the 12%, take as much money out of the inherited IRA that keeps you in 12%. I don't know where tax brackets are going. I just love that you're in 12. So I want you to take as much advantage of that as you can while you're still in it. Sounds good. Don't eat too many potatoes. Enjoy your um, investment management job. This is your retirement career. And um, let's clean it up. And if you need any other help, we are here for you. Okay.
1: Okay. Thank you.
0: man. You people in the business, 15 funds? I mean, really? It's just so unnecessary. Like the dude's going to get paid the money, right? Just take care of your client. You don't seem smarter because you chose 15 funds. Maybe it's like they work for a big organization and it's like the model. Perhaps that's why. But even a model, I need 15. I don't know. Uh, all right, if you are like Jeanette, you're confused, you have too many positions, you want to help some, want some help cleaning up, you want to figure out when you should sell things. We are coming up against the end of the year. And so this is a good time to think about it. And also, like if you're thinking about gifting, for example, I'm going to give some money this year, maybe give some next year. Mark, I had a great conversation with somebody, like one of these anchors, and right before I was about to go on the air, they're like, oh, I just have a question to you. Like, Uh, I'm now putting like $2,500 a month to my bust out nephews via Venmo. I'm like, well, you're, you're, did you file a gift tax return? Oh no. What do I, what's that? (laughs) You can't just give people money. You know, it's like, there's a limit. You can give $17,000 this year and you can give $18,000 next year. But if you give more than that, you can give it, but you have to file a gift tax return. Ay, yay. What are these people all thinking? check in with us. We're going to keep you on the straight and narrow, or at least the narrow. I don't know how straight I could be at this point in my life. Subscribe to us on the Odyssey app, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. I'm glad I made you laugh. Lift someone up, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Resourceful small business owners know how to get value from the purchases they already make for their businesses each month. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with benefits and features like four times membership rewards points that automatically adapt to your top two eligible spending categories every month on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. So you earn more where your business spends the most, plus up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible business purchases at select shipping, food delivery, and retail subscription merchants. And with flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business and access to 24-7 support from a business card specialist, you can continue to run your business with confidence. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Enrollment required, terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity. Forming strong teams to support them, Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society... Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students.